Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Dasha and I'm here with my handsome husband. J5. And we hope you guys had a happy holiday. We took a week off. I uh, hope you understand. <laughs> yeah, happy Thanksgiving everybody. Yep. Thank you for your patience. Um, you know, to be honest, we actually tried to record something and get it out, but it was so last minute in a rush that we didn't feel like it was worthy. So, yeah, you know, if we don't like it, we don't think y'all gonna like it. So, we <laughs> yeah. just rather take a break and you know come back with the good stuff, right? Um, so speaking of Thanksgiving, it actually brought me to our topic. And a little backstory is I kept asking John where we were going for Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to eating. What are we gonna do? So, finally, we figured out that his parents were hosting this year and we were gonna go over there. And then I started, um, Actually, me and John were talking about hosting Thanksgiving this year, and I was thinking about all the work that goes with that. Uh, earlier this year, we had a housewarming party, and we had a cookout for our rehearsal dinner for our wedding, and we've done a lot of things at the house, and so I was just thinking about all the work that goes into hosting, got to get your house cleaned up. You have to do a lot of cleaning up afterwards. And cleaning up afterwards. And if you're hosting, of course, people are going to bring dishes, but whatever is not on the pot list is kind of up to you to have to get or do. You're responsible for doing a lot of the cooking. But, yeah. 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 And I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to host. I don't think I'm ready for that. But it brought me to the realization that Thanksgiving and holidays are a lot of work. While I think a lot of people my age... I think maybe some of John's friends are a little older, so they're a little past this stage in life. I'm trying to call my fr- my friends old. What? Right. I hope they all hear this and uh, <laughs> attack you too. Um, my friends are not that much older than your friends. Well, I just said I think they're past the stage in life. I think this is something that is that is new to my friends. Let me get to it. All right. All right. Holidays are a lot of work, and I think it is time for me and my peers to start contributing. Right. So even though that it was being hosted at John's parents' house, I was like, I do not feel right just showing up and eating with nothing in my hand. Mm-hmm. So uh, I volunteered to make sweet potato souffle. I had never made it before, so it was a little... I was very, very nervous. I got up at 7 a.m. on Thanksgiving morning to start cooking. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not finish until... What was it like? What time did we leave here? It was two something. Yeah, because I was just taking that much time to make sure it was right. <laughs> right. You do have to make some store runs and stuff like that, too. So Yeah. We both have full-time jobs. We are old enough where there's no excuse to just show up and eat and take to go plates and go home. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, how, you know, how much do I have to contribute? You know, is me showing up with the sodas and the ice that mom asked me to bring not enough? Um, I think for, and I think that's the difference between male and females, to be honest. I think that's a guy thing. Like my dad, whenever he does Thanksgiving at his house or whenever he goes to Thanksgiving with his family, he's always bringing the sodas. He's not slaving over a stove right. for hours. So. Well, if your dad can't cook, then we don't need him slaving he over a stove. Cook. He can cook. <laughs> my dad actually taught, I would say my dad taught me more about cooking and preparing dishes than and anybody else did. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, maybe everybody don't know how to slave over that stove, you know, so maybe the sodas is the best option. I just know for me, like, it never crossed my mind that maybe I should make something, mm-hmm. but I feel like I can cook, but it still never crossed my mind, like, oh, I should make something to bring to Thanksgiving. So I do think that um, some women, you know, see that as the opportunity to, you know, get in where they fit in, so to speak, 
So now that we've done that and your mom was appreciative that we contributed this year, do you think that that's something you might be looking to for the next years? Like what do me and my family need to bring me and my wife need to bring? Yes. You, okay. I do think that. But before then, or if you were single, you would be like, so does not Let me show up with the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A bottle of alcohol. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I get that. But, um, so for you, the con- the contributing thing, is it a money thing? Do you feel like now that you have a job and you're making money, you should contribute? Is that why? No. I think I know how much work goes into putting together something like a Thanksgiving yeah. meal or a Christmas dinner. It's just not that easy. Even though I've had stuff at my house before, like um, for my high school graduation, we my mom did all the cooking and invited my friends and family over and we celebrated mm-hmm. that way but it just seemed so easy <laughs> you know yeah watching her do it i don't know but i guess when people decide to host i think they kind of aware and accepting all that responsibility you know yeah i guess so but I don't know. it's always gonna be tough i guess to decide you know when to act as an adult when you're dealing with your parents right and i guess that brings that's kind of my point like at what age or what stage in life are we going to, or not we, but people in general are going to stop acting like children, you know, their parents' children and mm-hmm. be adult children. Right. You know, we're talking about all this hashtag adulting and paying bills and <laughs> all these things, but... What about everything else that comes along with adulting? Exactly. Think about all your aunties and, and uncles that be doing this every year, year after year, mm-hmm. and you just show up, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, to be honest, I feel like um, the older members of your family, they kind of expect that because I feel like they may not have been contributing on their own. If your mom is cooking something for Thanksgiving and she's going to take it to wherever your family gathering is and she wants you to help, she's going to say, Dasha, get in here in this kitchen and help me out. Mm-hmm. Or my mom is cooking. She's going to say, John, run to the store and get this. Run to the store and get that. I forgot this. you know. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I don't think those people were, I guess, at our age trying to contribute that much. And so I don't think they really expect it out of you. And it's hard to say to me, when do you start doing that? Because regardless of age, you know, people are at different positions in their life whether it be financially or even just maturity levels, it doesn't always match up with the age. Yeah, but it doesn't It doesn't cost that much. It doesn't cost that much. It doesn't. No, but... It doesn't have to be a money thing. I think that you should never show up anywhere empty-handed. Yeah, I was told that too. Okay, so mm-hmm. I don't care if it's game night with our friends or a birthday party. I think that you should at least offer, hey, do you guys need anything? Is there anything left to do so let me ask you this is there a difference when it's someone else's house versus your parents house because we got into this a little bit uh yesterday while we were at thanksgiving dinner how um someone was giving me permission to do something in my mom's house and I was like, <laughs> like, oh well thank you yeah. you know because even though i don't live there anymore i still feel like it's my house and my parents were the ones who told me you know you don't show up anywhere empty-handed so i'm wondering if it's because i'm going home that i don't feel like i'm showing up empty-handed but uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Because even last year we went to your cousin's house in Alabama. Um, I brought meatballs because I just felt like I should not show up empty-handed. Yeah, but that just goes to... That oh, just yeah. kind of speaks to my point. You're not going home. Right. 
So maybe that's why you feel a little more obligated to bring something. Well, me, on the other hand, I was going home. You know, well, and yeah. even though if I'm going to Alabama, um, I'm going with my parents, so to speak, because when we first started doing this, that's what I was going with. I was riding with them, wasn't even driving my own car down there. You know, so if my mom is bringing something or my dad bought some bottles, it's kind of like I fit in that umbrella. So maybe that's it. I think the moment that you stop going, if you're going with your parents and your parents are bringing the turkey, mm-hmm. then you brought the turkey, I guess. But last year, we drove separately to Alabama. We came Right. But so now that I'm driving separate, I got to bring my own dish. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Okay. I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Like, you know, where is that kind of cut off? Where is that separation come in at? Yeah. But I mean, you just said, you know, once you start doing things separately, then you should be responsible for contributing separately. Right. All right. I mean, that makes sense to me. So how do you feel about your parents' Christmas gifts and what you're, you're getting your parents? I know when we're younger... Really, we're not really buying the gifts. Our other parent is buying, buying the gift. Yeah. <laughs> you're just taking credit for it. And you're just taking credit for it. You're slapping your name on it and giving it to your parents. Right. And then you become older and you start giving them things that came out of your pocket. But you're in college or you're just graduated from high school and you're mm-hmm. fresh and you're not making that much money. And so you're getting them these little things and it's cute. But if it, if it was given to you, like, would you really like it? Well, I'm not like you, first oh. of all. <laughs> I didn't give my dad a Space Jam tie. <laughs> now, what made you think that a Space Jam tie was good, a good gift for this grown man? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? First of all, I was in elementary school when I bought that Space Jam tie. Yeah, because that's when Space Jam came out. Second, secondly, <laughs> um, the lady at the register who rung me out told me, oh, he's going to love this gift. Oh, this so, is a great idea. So it's her fault. <laughs> Yes, she had, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> she made me feel really good about my purchase. Okay, no, like if no. I had any question in my mind, I am not letting she, you put this off on this. Where did you buy it from? Do you remember? Like Belk or something? I am not letting you put this off stores. on some lady at the department store who my don't mom didn't say no. who don't even know your dad. Where your mom is to blame also, <laughs> and, and maybe she had her own. She probably thought it was gonna be funny herself. <laughs> you know, so. You and your mom have to take full responsibility for that. Y'all are not going to put that off on the belt. Oh, my sister. She was there, too. Your sister was a child, too, though. (laughs) But anyway, my point is, I ain't buy my dad no Space Jam tie. True. Okay. It's one thing to get him, like, an NBA tie or something. But Space Jam? He said he wore it. Anyway, yeah. He probably probably was lying. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But, no, so I understand what you're saying. I do think that when you can't afford it, you should be trying to get your parents some, you know, nicer gifts than the the tie and socks that you was getting your dad because that's what you get dads. Yeah. You know, I always tried, though, even when I was a kid, I always tried to get my parents something what I thought was nice. You know, um, sometimes it might be too expensive. My mom might be like, no, we're not getting him that, you know, and vice versa. But I think the thought that goes into the gift is what matters a lot. And I've always tried to put a lot of thought into my parents' gifts as a kid. Mm-hmm. To me, it's probably even, it's gotten harder as an adult to put that thought in and get them stuff that I really think that they'll want or like, you know, maybe because the excitement was there more when I was a kid. And it made it easier for me to go Christmas shopping for somebody because I was just excited about Christmas, yeah. you know. But yeah. so I always try to, you know, put in some effort. And I try to um, 
what I like to do is come up with what I want to get them before thinking about a price. Okay, and I know a lot of people will say, okay, well, I'm gonna spend a hundred dollars on this person, fifty dollars on this person, twenty dollars on that person. You know, the the twenty or ten dollars might be the person that you just work with. You want to just grab them something. You know, and the hundred dollars might be your parents or you know your brother or sister or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but I like to think of a gift that I would just really like to see someone have, right? And I like to get gifts that are not the thing that you really needed, because for me. Uh, Christmas time was always better when I was getting gifts that weren't what I needed, but things that I wanted or didn't even know I wanted and just really enjoyed. You know, I like to get people gifts that I don't think they're going to go buy for themselves. Even when I buy you stuff, I buy you stuff sometimes that I don't think you're going to go spend money on. You know, <laughs> which is that makes me an easy person to shop for. That's everything. I don't, right? <laughs> don't want to buy anything. But like even like the you know we talked about this on another episode with like the UGG boots. You know, I know that you wouldn't go spend that kind of money on shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's why that was like one of the things on the top of my list, because I know you're not going to spend that money, but I know you like them and you want them. I'm going to go get them for you. And so I think about my parents in that same way. You know, I threw one idea out there that could be a costly gift, but it would be a joint gift. So it might not be too bad. But for me, it's more about the thought and what they want versus or what they would enjoy versus how much it's going to cost me. You know, which is funny because I shop the exact opposite way. right you see I, you know but i just think that if i think of a gift i think of a gift for my dad that um ends up costing 50 dollars, and i think of something for my mom that ends up costing 150 dollars. it doesn't matter to me if the thought was the same you know what i'm saying if it came from the same place that's all that matters but some people that really matters including like your parents might <laughs> be like oh you spent this much money on her and didn't spend that on me my parents aren't like that one way or the other but mine aren't either but the way I shop is just so different. It's like, okay, first, I don't really care if my parents ever say stuff that they want, you know? What? But I try, so I try to look out for things that they need. Like, um, one year I bought my mom, oh, I remember my friend brought over a cookbook one day mm-hmm. for a holiday or something. And my mom was like, oh, I really like this cookbook. This is nice. And I bought her the same cookbook for Christmas. So I try to look out for stuff like that, but... I'm trying to keep my parents in the same price range. Not that they would ever care or say anything. But, but it makes you feel better that you did equal by both of them. Yeah. I don't even care. <laughs> don't care at all. I can buy one of them something that costs twice as much as the other one. And it won't even phase me. Yeah. But to speak on when do you become an adult child versus just a child. Mm-hmm. You know. I think it has a lot to do with your parent, you and your parents' relationship. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think once you start adulting or contributing as if you're an adult with your peers, I think that's a good time to be doing the same with your family. And what I mean by that is, you know, if we're going out and we're hanging out with our friends, somebody's throwing a barbecue or, you know, celebrating whatever birthday and we're going to the store, grabbing stuff, calling them before we get there. Hey, you need me to grab anything? Whatever, whatever. You should be able to do that with your family, too. You know, don't take advantage of them. If you are willing to contribute, then you definitely should be willing to contribute with your family even though they may not always require or expect it of you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if you are an able body and you are a working person, I mean, we all got bills and stuff going on and our parents probably got more stuff going on than they'll ever tell us. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, or our family, you know, like you said, maybe you feel differently because you're going home. Right. I was kind of watching uh, my social media pages just to see how many people, 
are doing that now at this stage, or is, or is everybody still just showing up? How many people are like actually bringing something? Yeah. Well, you know, even uh, when I got up uh, Thanksgiving morning, I came out and I told you, like, oh, I love you. And I gave you a kiss. And I'm like, you know, I'm just so happy that you're down here doing this because how early you got up compared to when I finally got up and the fact that you were down here slaving in the kitchen mm-hmm. for that purpose, you know, just made me really appreciative of you, mm-hmm. you know. And I even mentioned that, um, you know, at least you're not out front taking pictures in your Thanksgiving outfit to post on <laughs> social media. Shade. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no shade. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see anybody in particular do that, but I'm sure that there was somebody doing that. You know what I'm saying? And I, I can appreciate the fact that you were in the kitchen trying to contribute, you know, whip up something versus, oh, it's Thanksgiving. This is another opportunity for me to show everybody how good I look on social media. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of people are like that. So Thanksgiving has just passed, but obviously we still have Christmas and New Year's coming up. Mm-hmm. What type of things do you think you should be doing to contribute to those? Um, I don't know. Part of this topic is actually driven by a Christmas party that my family is having in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, my aunt kept calling me. Well, I told her at first that I wanted to help out, and then I decided quickly that I didn't want to help because <laughs> this came right after our wedding. Mm-hmm. But I ended up being caught in the mix anyway just because um i think a lot of my family was so impressed with what we did with our wedding that they would like to see my help and a lot of other things like that right um so she kept calling me and she was saying all right we're throwing this christmas party but i'm usually in charge of this kind of stuff and i do not want to be in charge of it i need you you guys you and your generation y'all need to take charge mm-hmm. I'm like, okay auntie <laughs> did y'all take charge i think that i think that some people are helping her but she's still in charge right and she's trying to she's she's trying her hardest to get off the and ain't that off, easy though to get off the captain seat yeah it's not always easy yeah. if uh if people are used to you being in charge and you are used to you being in charge mm-hmm. it ain't always easy to um let that go yeah no matter how bad you want to so, um, my contribution was making the invitation and writing the letter to the family to invite them to the party. Um, and just having this conversation right now, I'm like, dang, should I bring food? Like, I don't think I should, but, oh, because we paid, we paid to be there. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't feel like that. I should have to contribute in that way. Um, as far as Christmas gifts go, I don't know. Like I said, it's hard shopping for my parents. It's. My dad wants the same thing every year. A Home Depot gift card. <laughs> hey, you gotta like a man know what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you possibly doing with all these Home Depot gift cards? Like, there is not that many tools. Yes, there are. And I'll speak from experience. You know, as a kid, my dad, um, I don't know if I said, but I do electrical work. My dad is also an electrician. And so growing up, I would always be in Home Depot and he'd always be like just looking at tools. Like, even if he didn't necessarily need something, like just looking to see what's there, what's new, what's out, what's on sale. And I'm in Home Depot like, God, I wish we could just like not be in Home Depot and go to Target or a Toys or somewhere with a toy section, <laughs> you know, instead of this tool, this tool store. But the funny thing is, now that I'm in that industry also, I find myself just walking through Home Depot like just I might be going to get one thing, mm-hmm. a light bulb or something, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm walking through the tool section, walking through the hardware section, just seeing what's there. And I'm doing the same thing, shopping around in the same way. So there are that many tools in the world. And I understand why your dad wants Home Depot gift cards. 
Should I start getting you on before I get fired? I would use them if you do. <laughs> <laughs> I would use them. Yeah, but I mean, even for our wedding, I'm looking at stuff like handwritten keychains. And yeah, but you got to think about it. That's like that stuff that's cute to you. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Men, we will accept a sentimental gift, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not usually the first thing on our minds. You know? But sure, if your daughter gets you a sentimental gift, it's going to mean something to you, you know, or your wife gets you a sentimental gift. It's going to mean something to you. But when you were thinking about the types of gifts that you wanted, I doubt that, you know, the majority of men are saying, you know, I would really like something handwritten or something handmade or, (laughs) you know, something engraved with something special on it. Like, you know, that's just not how we think. Right. You know, just like we don't think about Space Jam ties. Listen, you're going to get off me <laughs> on this face, Jam. We should have had your dad on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he can tell us how he really felt about that tie. Let's see if I can find a picture of it. Probably threw it in a fireplace somewhere. That's, no, he probably still has it. <laughs> and he'll wear it to my funeral. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know. I, just, I, I guess I should try paying attention more. Because I do like buying stuff. So let me ask you this. Stuff that they need versus stuff that... How much of... Because I'm bad. I don't know what you're about to ask, but I used to try to just get gifts that I thought were cute, and they were bad gifts. Space Jam ties. We we know. I remember buying... Oh, God. I'm thinking of this. I remember being in high school buying all my friends a gift Mm -hmm. one year, and I went to Kohl's and picked a lot of stuff out. A lot of them got pajama pants, but one girl got this T-shirt and I don't remember what was on it. I think it had like maybe a cartoon character or some characters that she liked. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why I gave her this t-shirt, but it was something about it that I thought she would like. And then when I gave it to her and kind of saw her reaction, in hindsight, I was like, okay, I wouldn't like this shirt either. So I'm over just buying people's stuff. I'm just going to get them. What do you need? You want a cookbook? You want a Home Depot gift card? I got you because... <laughs> I'm not good with the gifts. It gives me anxiety when I do gifts. So I was going to ask you, <laughs> what I was going to ask is how much of, you know, your upbringing or your experience with the holidays as a kid do you think are translating into that? Because one big difference between you and I and our upbringings when it came to Christmas is what, exactly what you just said. Oh, what do you want? Okay, I'll get you this. I think you had that kind of relationship with your parents too, right? You yeah. just tell your mom what you wanted and that's what you were getting. Yeah. Right. And so like, it wasn't like that for me. Of course, I could make a list. My parents would always encourage me to make a list because we always like to talk about Santa Claus and what Santa was going to bring me and stuff like that. So they always encouraged me to make a list, you know, and they would look at it and or I would even give them the list or whatever. But I never knew if I was getting anything on that list or everything on that list, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just the kind of Christmas that I had. I always had great, great Christmas um, growing up as far as the gifts and stuff that I got. But I never knew whether they were going to listen to what I was writing now or they were just going to go AWOL and get what they thought. My dad is good for that. Like, just going AWOL, I'm like, nah, you don't want that. You want this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Probably living vicariously through me a little bit. Right. But it always worked out. You know, he never bought me something. Well, they bought me one gift, I would say, that I was like totally throw it off by. They were so convinced that I wanted it and I did not want it at all. It was a Razor scooter. Remember when those got real popular? Yeah. The Razor scooters? I, had that. I think I got a gift. It was a gift for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm every kid in our you know age group probably got one. Yeah, and that was the thing they had got so popular, and I used to talk about it a lot. 
But I was talking about it a lot because I was like, everybody at school is talking about this and everybody likes it and wants it. And I just don't get it. It just doesn't seem cool to me. <laughs> it could not have been what you were saying. No, that's, that's exactly what I was saying. But what it is, I was talking about it so much that they thought that was translating into I really wanted one. So maybe they thought that I was talking about it like that because I didn't have one, mm-hmm. you know, and so they got me one. But I was genuinely like not interested in the Razor Scooters. And it's funny because when they got it for me, they were like, we knew you wanted that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I wrote it, you know. I definitely wrote it, you know, and played with it for a little while or whatever. But <laughs> it was definitely not on the list, but I got that. that yeah. yeah, I think my upbringing does have a lot to do with it, to, to what you said. I remember in my later years, like high school and even in middle school, um, my mom would be like, okay, I'll just take you guys shopping for for Christmas. Uh, this is the dollar amount. And right. she would just, we would go get clothes and whatever else. And yeah, see, I only got that treatment like when it was school <laughs> shopping. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, if <laughs> no. it was Christmas or something like that, I was, I think because they like to keep that surprise factor in there for me. Yeah. And that's why I think you and I have this like, you know, battle in the household about Christmas and yeah. buying gifts and not buying gifts and all that stuff is because I'm so used to having that surprise factor. Like, even if I told you I want this, 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 and this, I don't know if you're going to get it because that's how I grew up. I can tell my parents whatever I wanted, but I might not get it, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think I still look forward to that feeling kind of. Like, what Which, What did they get? Yes, yeah, so like, yeah, what is it? Not, and you know? even my dad would be like, all right, what do you want for Christmas? And I'd be like, I don't know, dad. I mean, whatever you get me is fine. And then he would just end up giving me money or right. a TV or... He would give me stuff that he wanted to get me. Like, my dad likes buying TVs for some reason. <laughs> he does have an unhealthy obsession with <laughs> with buying televisions. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that he hasn't bought one yet. But I'm sure it's coming. We might get one for Christmas. But, I'm not <laughs> but uh, yeah, and he, so me and between my sister, we're out getting upgraded TVs and CD players and then and then cash. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, that's probably where that stems from. But. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting because we're so different in that way. Like even the other day, me and John were having a conversation about Christmas, and I was like, John, I don't want to exchange Christmas gifts this year. <laughs> like, can we go on a trip? Can we do something else instead? And he was like, uh, but I want to exchange gifts. So it's yeah, but, it's interesting. But the trip is okay. You know, I'm not opposed to the trip. If you're just saying flat out no gifts, I'm like, what? This is not Christmas. But that would be okay in my house. I know. We would be like, cool, all right, see you. I know this is not the true meaning of Christmas, but to me, it's about getting and giving gifts, okay? (laughs) Well, that leads me into my best and worst. I was going to ask, so what's your best and worst? What's your favorite part of the holidays? Most unfavorite. Is that a word? Best and worst? Unfavorite? Unfavorite? I think unfavorite is a word. Unfavorite? Anyway, I'm about to say, I don't know why you say best and worst. (laughs) (laughs) Best and worst part about the holidays. Okay. The best part about the holidays is the obvious. It's the fellowship Mm -hmm. for me. Um, I have a family who likes to get together. And even though we can't get together in the same large numbers that we used to, because everybody's gotten so spread out, it's always good to see your family, you know, and to laugh and joke with them. Because that's just something that you don't get to do every day. You know, um, so that would probably be my best. My best. Um, you could. Your family lives close enough. Y'all could get together. 
Oh, I don't mean like physically spread out. I mean um, having to dedicate your time and attention to yeah. different areas, spread out in that way. You know, family's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I mean by that. The worst part about the holidays, I might have a twofold answer. I know as a kid, to me, the worst part about the holidays was that same thing. You got to get together and see all your aunties and uncles and grandmoms and great grandmoms. <laughs> yeah, it's the best and worst. But, well, let me explain. <laughs> so as a kid, you get together and you see all these people and they all want to ask you, <laughs> how you doing? How your grades? How's school going? What you been doing at the house? I heard about this. I heard about that. And you just like, oh, now I got to answer to all this crap. That I already been answered to the mom and dad, you know what I'm saying? And gotta explain myself to everybody else now. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, that was probably the worst part. But um as an adult, I would say just the pressure. Cause like we're talking about what are you gonna contribute? Mm-hmm. You know, you felt a little bit of pressure about what dish to make, mm-hmm. you know, and how you wanna get it done. And you're looking at three different recipes and trying to piece them together and, <laughs> you know, make sure it's right. And at the same time, I'm thinking about um, you know, what am I going to do? What am I going to get people, you know, as a gift? Because I don't want to feel like, I want people to feel like I'm being sorry or unappreciative of them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about getting my little cousins gifts this year because I'm so much older than all my cousins that it makes sense that I can buy them gifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, even if they don't buy me gifts, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so I would say the pressure is just feeling like you got so much to do in so little time. Yeah. This year I tried to get an early start on my Christmas shopping. I didn't really, but at least I have ideas flowing yeah. already. So that's what I would say. The pressure to get stuff done is probably the worst part. Uh, I'm going to agree with that. That's definitely my worst, the pressure to get good gifts. Um, I always feel like I come up short a little bit when it comes to my parents, and I would definitely like to. That's their fault. <laughs> what, you think that I'm... Why is that their fault? Because they weren't hard on you as a kid. <laughs> if I gave my parents crappy gifts as a kid, I would know about it. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't know about it, I would hear them talking in the next room about Aww. why you let him get me that or whatever. I'm just saying, I don't remember that specifically, well, but just knowing my parents, I know that they would express what they thought for real. Maybe that comes with having divorced parents. Maybe they low-key, low-key, low-key tried to use us as little pawns in their games. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna get this crappy gift for her. That's what I'm saying. That's what happened with that time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, her daddy, Birdman head rug. Right. Um, I remember one year I got my mom. It's such a regretful thing. I got my mom a snuggie. Like <laughs> yeah, that you talking about. <laughs> I got my mom a snuggie, and then I think my dad or somebody. I think my boyfriend at the time maybe got her a blanket. We saw these really nice blankets, mm-hmm. so he got his mom one and my mom one, and then my mom got like something else, like comfort related like house shoes or something like that yeah. so she was like I guess y'all want me to be comfortable this year <laughs> I was like it's not bad <laughs> it is bad so what's your best um, best part to me is the work breaks or back when I was in school school breaks just yeah. not ha- having to go to work and knowing I'm still getting paid for it and knowing that um it's not counting against me versus taking vacations during other part of the year and it's counting against my vacation time. So I like mm. the first world problems. <laughs> Cause I'm off right now and I ain't getting paid for it. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, true. But that's cool. That could be your best though. Yeah. And the food for sure. I love to eat. So 
Yeah, I've grown I've grown appreciation for the food as I've gotten older because as a kid, like I just wanted chicken nuggets. Like yeah. I don't care about all this um this soul food as they call it. So, you know, I think I I can cook, I can whip a little bit up here and there, but mm-hmm. I have never prepared a big soul food Sunday dinner. Right. And so it's always exciting to me to get that because that's not something that I can do for myself. Or I haven't tried. Right. They probably could. I mean, you've done like the individual parts of yeah. it. You just probably never did it all together. It together. But there's a talent in that. Have you ever watched them cook those meals? Like, Nope. I've been playing video games with my cousins. No. Let me, let me <laughs> tell you. They be in the kitchen and they be multitasking. So they're prepping one thing over here, yeah. setting the other that's timer over there. That's why I can't do it. I can't multitask it's too much going on <laughs> i'll burn something trying to prep something else no thanks so um, our kids getting chicken nuggets what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> hey whatever you know what you signed up for <laughs> so um and the family of course always in the family uh, it's always a special treat to me when i get to see my cousins who live in illinois and spend time with that part of the family yeah that's cool it's all so far from each other yeah i dig it anything else you want to comment about adulting in the holidays not really like i said i think i kind of summed it up earlier you know if you can contribute with your friends with your peers then be prepared to contribute with your family you know because they're just as important yeah we i think we take them for granted a lot just assume that definitely the past 30 years we haven't had to do this so why start now but it's time (laughs) exactly yeah all right guys well thanks again thanks for checking out tripping over the room i'm dasha i'm j5 Thank you for checking out Tripping Over the Broom. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tripping Over the Broom and Twitter at TOB underscore podcast for more information about upcoming episodes. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. Subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes and SoundCloud. Any questions you would like us to answer or topics you want to discuss? Send an email to trippingoverthebroom at gmail.com. Until next time, it's J5 and Dasha, and we're Tripping, tripping Over the Broom. broom.